Welcome to Movie Goat. I'm Justin. And I'm Chase. How is it going, Chase? How are you this fine morning? Fantastic, Justin. Better uh, now that we're approaching, well, we're in We're in another weekend. Last weekend was pretty shitty. Oh, I'm sorry for that. I mean, I enjoyed my <laughs> July 4th. Did you enjoy yours? Um, I, man, I, yeah, I mean, we sat outside, we watched like fireworks just from the yard. Um, cause we've got a lot of stuff going on. We live in Columbia, so we're in a, you know, near a relatively big city for South mm-hmm. Carolina. And so, I mean, there's any direction you look, there's, you're going to see fireworks. Um, but it was, uh, kind of the weekend leading up to that, man, it kind of sucked. So we, um, we went down to Florida and, uh, dropped my daughter off for a summer camp. That's down there, and on the way down in Georgia, I get a speeding ticket, and I was doing like 17 over the Ooh. limit. Yeah. What was Ooh. it a 70? Uh, uh, it was 70, and I was doing 87. Ooh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You should have known. Um, this is like July 4th coming up. They're uh, out there. No, man, I know. I, I wasn't thinking about it, but see, in Florida, that's average speed, like 80 to 90 on, on 95. Uh, if you're on, if you're on I-95 or even like I-4, um, is the speed limit 80? No, the speed limit's 70. On right. There's even a good chunk of it where it drops down to, I think 65. Um, once you're, I think once you're past like, um, uh, maybe it's more like once you're past like Disney, like going further, uh, West or whatever. Okay. Um, uh, there's a, there's a good chunk of it that drops down to 60, 65. So you're going uh, about 90. And, and a 70. Yeah, I was doing 87, but I mean, like I, I mean, said, I'm I'm used to 90. that Florida traffic where if you're doing if you're doing under 90, you're fine. I mean, really you're just kind of moving along with everybody else. Um, not in Georgia. Uh, so I got the super speeder ticket, which they add on like an extra $200 or something to it. Uh, so I don't know, I don't even know what to expect. I don't think it's even posted yet. Do you have to go um, back to Georgia to court? Are you going to try and fight it? Or are you just going to pay, pay it I can off? pay it online. I can pay yeah, it online, I know, but, but if you want to fight it, you can go into, in court. I don't know. I mean, I'm going to have to drive like five yeah, hours Yeah, I know. Is it worth it? it? Exactly. Is it worth it? I don't it? know if it's worth it or not. Probably but, not. Um, Probably not No, because what if I'd day. spend 10 hours driving and then I ended up... Paying the same up amount? Out of yeah, yeah same, pay the same amount. It may not be worth it. So I don't know what to expect. Three, four hundred, five hundred dollars I don't Probably. know. Probably, yeah. Then on the way up... On the way back home uh, here to South Carolina, so we get um, we get a flat tire on the side of I ninety five. So I'm 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 not real happy with uh, I ninety five in Georgia, but um, we um we sit on the side of the road. This is at like nine thirty or so at night. We get the flat. Oh, that's um, scary. The the tow truck didn't come until like twelve forty something. Whew. Yeah, I mean we were sitting there forever. It seemed like. And we got towed into Hinesville, Georgia. Um, Famous for their ketchup. Which I guess, <laughs> for, uh, I don't think so. But, uh, they did it uh, first. Hines did it better in Pittsburgh, yeah. I believe it's where it's from. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we're stuck in Hinesville because we have to get towed to um, uh, a dealership. It was just a guessing game because nothing's really open. So we just had to figure out uh, a place to leave our, our Jeep overnight. And, um, uh, so then in the morning we wake up and start calling around. It's like seven thirty in the morning. We didn't get checked in. Um, I'm getting ahead of myself, but we get checked in at like 1 AM, wake up like seven, start calling around by like seven twenty, seven thirty. 
Um, there's a couple of 24 hour places that they just didn't have our tires and wouldn't have them for several hours. Um, so finally we get a hold of Walmart and they said they had two of them and I knew that there, there was an alignment issue. So I figured, well, if one's wearing, the other one's going to be wearing, um, it did have a slight pull. Like when you're driving it, the steering mm-hmm. wheel had a, a slight pull to it. So I'm like, yeah, let's just go ahead and do two. But it wasn't aggressive enough that I thought, you know, I'm thinking I was just being overly optimistic, I guess. I'm like, yeah, we can make it. Sure. It's only a couple hundred miles left. You know, there's, there's, you know, the pool isn't too tight that it's, that it's going to, you know, cause, cause any significant damage. Well, I was wrong. Um, so we got a flat and the other one was like, like pretty bald. Like it was like the tread was, um, I don't, I don't know what the measurement was, but it was down enough that it, like, I didn't want to risk it. So we just ended up getting two, two new tires. Um, I, I have, um, triple, you know, I call triple a, uh, like maybe seven forty-five or so in the morning. They don't come in, in, uh, and meet me at the dealership until I want to say it was like 10 30. Wow. I had to call an Uber um, I had never used Uber before, neither had my fiance, so she calls an Uber uh for me and um because she called, I go out and try to meet the driver and the driver's like, Sorry, you didn't order it, so I can't pick you up. And I say, Give me a second, let me go like my fiance's in the room, let me conf- you know, so you can confirm it's me. She just drives off. <sighs> Like didn't even, didn't even give me like a second to, like I said, hold on a second, you know, and she just drives off. Then I have another one on the way. She ordered another one. Hers came first. So I had to cancel mine, got the cancellation fee. So I think we have two Uber cancellation fees. I mean, it's just ridiculous. But then anyways, we get to Walmart at like 1030. Um, this is the Walmart in Hinesville. And, um, uh, or I'm sorry, like 1040 because it's about a 10 minute drive or something like that. Um, uh, we just waited, man. We just, we spent our whole day literally at Walmart. They didn't have our, our car out of the bay and, and ready to drive until like 530 in the afternoon. So 10, yeah. So like 1040, 1045 until 530. And we have our little dog, our little chug, uh, chihuahua pug mix you know little dog with us in the heat like 100 degree heat humid as hell and we can't go inside anywhere so we're just having to sit outside in the heat like all day we walked to a starbucks and sat under an umbrella and drank like five cups of water like venti cups of ice water um <laughs> our dog probably had like at least one of those wow you know, it's just oh Sounds my god like it was so ridiculous time. So like between this, so between this, yeah, between the speeding ticket and the uh, the money, the extra money we had to spend on food, obviously because we weren't, you know, we were having to get like to go, mm-hmm. you know, fast food and stuff. Um, the tires, the, just, I don't know everything. Yeah, it's probably like set, at least seven or eight hundred dollars. Well, I'm sorry it that had to sucks, happen to you. Man. That really sucks. But hey, you know, it's okay. Uh, it's, the- it's over and done with. On the upside, Spider-Man, <laughs> Spider-Man Far From Home, that's what we're talking about this week. Chase already saw it. I have no plans to see it. How was the movie, Chase? I loved it. I think Jake Gyllenhaal was great as a villain, and I think as far as all the one-off movies go, 
I might go as far as saying that he was the best villain out of all the the one-off villains. So, but yeah, I, I loved it. My fiance liked it, and I think um, my daughter's probably gonna get my dad to go take her uh, while she's in Florida. So I know she really wants to see it. So I think she's gonna end up liking it too. But I mean, I want to see it, but I'll just wait for uh, probably. Of the the Disney Plus when that comes out, yeah, I'm yeah. sure that should yeah. It might it'll, debut it'll on that. It, it might debut on that, or um, it, honestly, it might even hit that before it hits. Uh, it might. It like might DVD get like September, or October. Usually, it's like three or four months after yeah. it premieres that it gets to the VOD and whatnot. Yeah, I mean, it looks cool. I like uh, Tom Holland. I like. I love Jake Gyllenhaal. Was it better than Nightcrawler, his performance? Because that's my favorite Jake Gyllenhaal performance, is in Nightcrawler. Oh, man. Which oh, one's creepier, the guy no. from Nightcrawler or Mysterio? He's not He's not creepy in this movie. He's um, Okay, I got a better antagonist. Because, yeah. I mean, you're, he yeah, is a protagonist well, in Nightcrawler. Right. I mean, he's one you follow. But he's not a good person. <laughs> he's he's no, very better, devious better and nihilistic performance maybe in nightcrawler okay, i would say but um but the, but it's still like he kind of gets you because you know in this like you want to trust him you're like it, he's charming it's jake gyllenhaal he's yeah. charming he's like i want to like this guy maybe he is from where he says he's from and like may you know um he's from a different it, it's Earth, believable right? yeah it's a very believable story and you like and you want to like him and think that he's he's good and then and but i mean of course if if anybody is familiar with you know who he is in the comics you know it's you know it's a lie you know he's he's spoiler alert (laughs) yeah so he's a liar he's a thief um yeah yeah, the one thing i haven't seen the movie but i do understand that you know peter was missing for five years and it's very convenient that all his friends were too and his and his aunt everyone just like oh perfect timing we just come back to reality, and uh, yeah. we can live our lives like nothing happened. They, they it could have been a lot better if like about Aunt May it, though. It could have been so much better if Aunt May yeah. was like devastated, like she was heartbroken right, for right. five years. Like that's a lot to take. Um, but they get five extra years on their life, so that's kind of cool. Right. I mean, they were. They would have had to add it, that but. scene. Yeah, I, uh, part of me wishes that was an extra. I mean, it would have added to the runtime, of course, but maybe have a. Um, but I think it would have been worth it. I mean, just establish an extra, you know, five, six, seven minute scene, you know, showing the the school, you know, the well, I, I don't know. They yeah. In, instead of going straight into the jokes, which is kind of what they did um, and they talk about it, they call it the blip, you know, people okay. that blipped. And, um, and that's not really spoilery. I mean, this they, they go they, like literally the you already the said movie Mysterio opens up with this. was a liar. So. <laughs> Anybody yeah, listening I mean, or going to the movie knowing anybody that yeah, that but that's information that's public knowledge. All right, do you if, understand if you that Google most Mysterio, of the people that watch these movies don't read comics? <laughs> like the no, like I say, it's, but it's seventy five percent do not, if not more. If you read the comics, you, I don't. Read you the don't comics. have to read the comics. You could literally Google Mysterio. Who or does you could that Google before I go see any, the movie? Why I don't know. Do maybe that? you're like, oh, who's this? I've never this googled never... anyone before watching a movie. I just go and watch the movie. I'm like, oh, who is Ronan the Accuser? I could give an F. Like, I'll find out when I go to the movie. I don't need Google. Okay, to tell so me. what? But people watch interviews before do you they? go in and see the movie. No, <laughs> yes, I they refuse do. to believe. I hardly. I very rarely. I'm talking maybe point oh 
0.001% of my usage on my phone is watching an interview of a celebrity about a stupid movie that's coming out. Now, that's just probably me because I don't care what they have to say. And it's usually fluff anyways. They don't really ask any hard questions because it's supposed to be, you know, propping up the movie and how great it's going to be. I mean, I understand that. But it's very rare I'll sit down like, man, I can't wait to see what Jake Gyllenhaal says about his movie. Okay, but big like, fans I, of this kind of stuff yeah, usually right. at least catch I'm a, a jerk, couple though, of interviews. So. They they go, you know, I mean, but he's they not going to be like, hey, as... I'm a liar in the movie. Oh, oh, oh he's not Tom Holland. Which gives no, but away. there is something that he says that is you would think would be like kind of a big twist. And he, he's like, he's asked a question about the multiverse opening up and, and blah, blah, blah. And Jake Gyllenhaal's like, yeah, something like that. But it's, it's not like, true. Oh. Like, oh. There is no like, multiverse, right? Yeah. Not yet, anyways. Although see, I, would lo- that, I would love to see Nicolas Cage come in as Nicolas Cage. That, what you just said is more of a spoiler than what I said earlier. Don't care. Um, uh, no one listens so, to us anyways. There are like 20 people listening to us. So if, if, I'm sorry. You should have seen the movie by now. <laughs> it's July 5th. It's we, been out for three days. So I don't feel bad. I mean, if anything, we ruined the movie for like 20 people. Yeah, so, so. sorry. I don't care. <laughs> Anyways, Spider-Man 3, Chase. There's going to be a third one, obviously. Oh, there, yeah. There's going to oh, be a, yeah. a, the trilogy with Tom Holland. Now, they've had lots of villains we've seen before. Mysterio is finally a new villain that we have not seen. The Vulture was a new villain we hadn't seen. So mm, the... Right. the it seems like they're going on a trend here. They're not going to bring back any Green Goblins, Venoms. They're not going to bring those characters into the fold. I kind of like that. I like seeing new characters. Uh, same here. Same I don't here. need to see Norman Osborn again every time they have to sit around him or his son. Um, so what we're going to do, we each chose a villain that has not been portrayed yet on the silver screen and just kind of talk about why their story would be interesting to throw into Tom Holland's Spider-Man, Spider-Man 3 universe. Um, do you want me to go first or you? Yeah, go, yeah, go ahead. All right, so, dude, I chose a villain I've never heard of. I went on Google and just Googled, you know, Spider-Man villains, and I saw a couple that I recognized, like Carnage, Craven. Mm-hmm. Um, who else did I recognize? That, oh, like the um, Tombstone... Like, those kind of characters. And I was like, those are kind of cool. I do want to see Craven. Spoiler alert yeah. for you. I was my, that was my second choice. After, that was my first choice, actually, until I saw this lady. And I looked at her powers and her abilities. And she's like got psychic powers. Um, she can uh, telepathy. Uh, I can't ever say that word. Telepathy. Telepathy. There we go. There's the word. Telepathy. I always say yeah. telepathy. Tele- telepathically? Yeah. Telepathy. I did it again. telepathy 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 i can do it and she has she can fly a little bit and she can manipulate sound in elaborate Mm -hmm. ways it says she can harness it for concussive force kind of throwing sound waves at you modify it and stuff but what i liked mostly about hers is that she can use her psyche psychic ability and get into people's brains and make them like face their biggest fears kind of, but it turns them violent. So Spider-Man, the character is all about New York, right? And his, his love for New York, like the symbiotic nature with him in New York, they, they hold him up. Um, there's only a couple that are outliers like Jay Jonah, um, is out to get him, but they're all for him. It's very big support system for Spider-Man. He's one of the people. So what if the town 
turned on Spider-Man. Imagine New York turning on Spider-Man. Like all of the, the the inhabitants, the citizens that were all you know holding him up with praise, there for him to help him out, turned against him. I think that would be a cool story because you don't ever see that. It's usually like one individual is against Spider-Man. He's very low key. He's very uh, the ground level kind of villains. They're not. You don't usually yeah. have these. Um, you know. Uh, he didn't really deal with aliens. He's pretty much a human being with tech or something. Um, he has some kind of mutant people against him, but this is a mutant. Uh, she's Carnage's boyfriend. She could throw Carnage in there, maybe his origin, or he gets thrown into the mix yeah. somehow and you can drop in villains. Have them all come in. No, but like, imagine like a zombie horde that are just like very violent to everything around, and he has mm-hmm. to figure out a way to stop the spread of this, which would be through her, I suppose. You have to kill Shriek or stop Shriek. Her name is Shriek. I don't even said that. Her name is Shriek. And I guess because of her sonic abilities, that's where she gets her name from. I guess she just screams a lot. Kind of like Banshee in the X-Men. Um, so, yeah, imagine Peter having to, like, what if Aunt May was turned into one of these things? Like, what if, like, people he loved, MJ, like, these were turned, mm. and he has to come against those, like, those kind of big fears. Yeah, so imagine having to face you know, his own friends like Nev. Ned turns into mm-hmm. one of these creatures or just, and he's violent. They're all violent. That's the, the, <laughs> yeah. the violent tendencies. So how would he combat that? If everyone's like just tearing each other apart, uh, they're all against him. I mean, you have to find the source and that's the only way to stop it. Right. So I think that would be a neat storyline. I mean, it gives stakes to everyone. Like anyone can die because they're all violent. Um, and he may have to quarantine his own sure. aunt or something. That's my only guess. Yeah. I had to stop these kinds of things. And he's come up with some kind of serum yeah. or, I don't know, something with science, too, because it's all about science with Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. And it'd give a different uh, take on everything because he'd be against them, his own his own friends. And I don't know anything about Shriek except for that. And then she's friends with Carnage. And if you want to have Carnage be born here somehow in the process, like a post credit scene, Carnage comes to life. I don't know. I forgot how it, I know a symbiote gets him, from what I understand, right? Like from space or something. I forgot how. Yeah, it's kind of it's, it's like kind of connected to because Venom uh, is like Venom, a good where he's, he's like a good symbiote yeah, and Carnage yeah. is the bad symbiote. Well, Carnage, yeah, Carnage was like a like a, a mass murderer or whatever before right, beforehand. Right. Um, so when it grabs on him, wasn't like really. Well, I don't know Eddie Brock. But once there they, symbiotes like, like chasing symbiotes and Venom, like wasn't the whole thing like the symbiote left the its own Earth because our own Earth its own world because it was being overrun by other symbiotes or some crap like that wasn't yeah, that the whole deal it's something like that symbiote they, they kind of like yeah they kind of retcon stuff every now and then i think with that and i i haven't read a lot of the like venom related right. sim, you know those kind of comics since the 90s um would well, be cool like I, if you I, have you he know. is a mass murderer the guy who becomes carnage i didn't write down his name i can yeah. probably look it up right now but um well supposedly woody harrelson is um I, I kind of like the Venom movie. I mean, it's kind of like a guilty pleasure. Like, it's kind of a shitty uh, it movie. It's not good. It, it's, it's not <laughs> good, but it's kind of like... I I don't know. It was it, it was better... That version of ben, of Venom was better than, like, the Spider-Man 3 version of Venom. Um, I mean, because it focused solely on Venom. That's the only reason. Yeah. I did. I, it, it's still... I know it's a bad movie, it but it's still It took me a lot like, to get through that one. Yeah. I still kind of like watching... Uh, I, I just... My my fear is like because it's a bad movie, like I it almost it was profitable enough that I I'm worried Sony is gonna end up doing this with Carnage, and I don't I I want to see it like I'm gonna want to see it just being a a fan of Spider-Man comics and just this 
you know, and, and of course the movies now, but, mm-hmm. um, I don't want to see it because that kind of kills any kind of crossover. I feel like for, uh, you know, oh, right. this showing up in, in a, like a Tom Holland Spider-Man movie. It probably will um, eventually. It, I mean, it's possible, but the thing is with like Carnage, uh, if they're going to do this like standalone thing, if they're going to go this route, like I, I, he's such an R-rated character. Like I, I feel like it's going to piss people off if they don't make it R-rated. Well, they might. Um, they might do that. It's possible that they do that, but I feel like... I mean, the Joker's R-rated. Yeah, no, I know that. But I mean, if Disney... Disney definitely won't do an R-rated version, but they would, I think, but they could integrate better into the story. True. Um, I agree. Better than Sony, better. I think, would do on their own. Because Venom, um, like, just seemed a little rushed. It didn't look polished. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything no. was, like, and it was just kind of it was silly. Rough. It was It was. Very I don't know how it made money. I honestly and... do not know how it made money. Like, I don't know who went to go see that. I didn't care. Yeah. I saw it on video. Uh, his name is Cletus, of course. Cletus! Yeah. Cletus, Cletus Cassidy. Cletus, and he I have no idea if he's got a redneck in him or not. Yeah, yeah he's a very Cletus. Well, of course, he's kinda... a serial killer. Cletus killed his own mother at birth. It started when he was a baby. No, um, I have no idea of what happened. Um, he does have an accent, but it's not, I mean, not that Just the name Cletus <laughs> just derives that kind yeah. of accent from me. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think they're cool at, at the end. Maybe he's like part of this horde and uh, he, Carnage finds him. Or the symbiote carnage finds him, and then that can be the next next thing in the post credits. Anyways, I don't know. I just think that'd be a cool scenario yeah, for, sure. for Spider-Man to have to deal with. And we haven't had a girl villain yet right. in Spider-Man. Not one girl villain yet. Right? No. Yeah. Yeah. Not, There's yeah, not many right, girl right. villains in Spider-Man's universe. No. But. So that that would be that would be a good choice. Um. And and that kind of makes me not. You know. I. I mm, this is why I really don't want Sony to do this like the the Black Cat Silver Sable thing. Just because I want I want that in the MCU more so than the just this standalone crap that's going to end up going nowhere. Um. I don't think they're going to. Sorry for the pun, but weave the the web like in a way that it connects everything. Yeah, it won't smoothly because they don't They're, have Spider Man. So. No, not the way. Right, not the way that you know Marvel Studios and Disney have been able to sort of build everything up. They're they're not going to do it at that you know at that level well that's the problem um, with every other studio they're trying to play catch up when they don't yeah, understand right like just just take it slow just it doesn't it slow. yeah it doesn't work take take your time build it up over time i mean this was not a rushed thing for for marvel studios when they were you know doing iron man and then Hulk I mean, they had no idea it was going to turn into this there's no way they no, knew that no they they didn't i don't think they really fully well i mean i think i would say until captain america i think they pl- obviously they, they, they played got the around idea, with the hey, idea hey these are making money Let's let's do something. I mean, they had the, the seeds planted. Oh, hey, the an Iron Man. Your audio so. cut out. Your audio cut out. I didn't. Well, I just didn't hear you for like five seconds. Oh, can you hear me now? Yeah, I can. What'd you okay. say? I was just saying that uh, they had the seeds planted in case it did work fine. Like yeah. it all worked out. Right. Like, but I don't think they had like stuff. this kind of expectations that it would blow up like that. Yeah, yeah, they were they were planting the seeds, and if it didn't work out, it didn't work out. But they they were prepared in, in case it did, which was great. And you know, luckily it worked out. But, yeah, it transformed um, cinema as we know it. Uh, anyways, who'd you choose? Who'd you get? Who'd you? So got? I, I chose. So I kind of had like 
a I know couple of runner-ups. Runner yeah, I know you know. But um, I, I was kind of tossing around the idea. Like, I like Kingpin, but he's a little more Daredevil. Plus, he was used in, in Into the Spider-Verse, yeah. which was... That was a good movie on its own, kind of... Um, kind of standalone thing. I mean, I know they opened it up for, like, Gwen Stacy and stuff like that. But um, another one that I really liked as a as a kid um, was Hobgoblin, which... Yeah. Um, you, you've heard of Hobgoblin, right? Yep. He's, um, like, the orange version of the Green Goblin. Yeah. <laughs> like, Hobgoblin and... and um, <laughs> It, did you know in, in like in folklore hobgoblins are a, like a close relative to um they're called like brunies or brownies but they're um they're a household spirit that comes out at night to do household chores oh that'd be nice i wish i had some <laughs> but, hobgoblins yeah, yeah so um yeah they're a really like otherwise known as and, mom <laughs> and, right they um but they love pranks um and they punish their lazy owners with um with pranks so Maybe yeah, but like, Hobgoblin's too much like the Green Goblin. Hobgoblin, yeah, he wasn't is, he like he his is. son or something. I forgot who he was. No, it, this is a different no because that's they're both like versions of like Harry and Norman Osborn or just like the father and son thing or you know they're they're both well in the movies they I don't know they called him New Goblin which was stupid but oh, they did um yeah oh, oh, I hate that movie so much but um. Uh, but yeah, I mean, imagine like Hobgoblin, he's, he's pissed off at Peter cause his room's always a mess. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, that would be terrible. That would be a terrible idea. So obviously that's, um, no, I, um, all joking aside. So I went with, uh, Craven the Hunter, um, and he was created by Lee and, uh, Ditko. Um, and he showed up early. I, um, God, I don't remember like the year he debuted, but um, but I know it was like fairly early on and he's related to Chameleon, which I believe was the first, if I recall, I think he was the first Spider-Man villain. Um, so there's, so there's that like connection there, but, um, you know, he showed up in various adaptations and video games, animated series. Um, and then of course, Craven's most acclaimed story is from, uh, 1987, uh, which is, um, God, what is the name of it? It's like right. It's not called like the hunter. Oh, it's on the tip of my tongue. The hunter or hunted. Yes, I should know it. It's like right on the tip of my tongue. Like Craven's Last Hunt, I believe, is what it is. Um, something like that. Um. So here, here's what I'm thinking: is the way that they could introduce, they could do something with, like that kind of story, where even if they kill him off at some point, I mean, I we want like people have been asking. It's called Craven's for Last to be Hunt. like killed. Yeah, I mean, of course, but they could uh, maybe not do that in like one movie. Maybe like a sequel or something. You know what I mean? They could they could figure out something to do. But he's a big enough villain that I would like to see him carry over into like a, a like a sequel or, or something like that. Even if they do kill him off, but we want to see villains killed. We want to see we we want higher stakes. You know, we eventually we want to see. You know, our heroes die. Obviously, with Iron Man, they, they kind of, they've done that. But um, he's, uh, so basically Craven's kind of his power. He's, um, he gets it from taking like a jungle herb potion thing. Um, and so, I mean, if they want to introduce that into the MCU, all they have to do is like a flashback to when Black Panther was dead, like vacant from Wakanda for five years. And Craven managed to steal some of uh, T'Challa's heart-shaped herb or whatever, 
and the blue flower. Ba-boom, ba-boom, bam. Then you've got Spider-Man's greatest arch enemy, like created right there. He's he's got the um yeah that's a, I don't what do they call it something else? I, I know it's called like the heart blue the heart shape. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I think it's called something. Apparently, Craven can but... lift two tons. That's what I just read. He yes, he's tons. very he's very strong. Well, and that's with the potion, obviously. Um, yeah, but even obviously. without. Here's the thing, though. Without the potion, he's a big game hunter. That's what he does. He's a big game hunter. He's an Olympic athlete. Uh, he's a master tactician, and he's good at hand to hand combat. Um, and with his knowledge, uh, you know, extremely knowledgeable in like biology and anatomy, he, he uses like pressure points, um, you know, to injure, you know, and take down enemies. Uh, crafting exotic uh, like poisons and stuff. Um, so I think having like sort of bridging this you know sort of like black panther spider-man you know kind of they they could figure they could easily figure out something to do where he's in africa he's hunting he comes across wakanda somehow he gets a hold of a little tech maybe the the herb you know and then boom you've got you've got him like ready ready to go um but and of course with that once he once he acquires the the herb then he's got his enhanced vision, hearing, smell, significantly improved strength, endurance, and resistance to damage. So that makes him a really good opponent for uh, for Spider-Man. Agreed. Um, yeah, anyways, it says Craven kills Spider-Man, shoots him dead, buries him. Then he takes Spider-Man's costume and becomes Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. And he brutally kills uh, criminals or stops criminals instead of like just yeah. you know waiting for the cops to come, yeah. uh, entangling them in web and whatnot. And then apparently, I guess he didn't kill Spider-Man. He shot him with a tranquilizer dart, and Spider-Man gets free of his grave and everything. And mm. that's how... And then he doesn't fight Spider-Man anymore. He just, like, leaves. Like, hey, I proved my point. I'm better than you. That's his whole reason, right? Yeah. That's his whole purpose, is to beat the ultimate game, which is Spider-Man, in his opinion. Right. Like, that's his ultimate... Right, right. That's his ultimate prize. So that's yeah. must be the story you're talking about, where that's his last hunt. That makes sense. Yeah. That he just turns away after he... He does what he has to do, but he also looks really cool. I mean, his his outfit doesn't really fit in New York City, where it's like a yeah. it's like a lion's like they would have to they would have to modernize a, it a vest or they something. Would, right, He's got an right. open chest they to see that nice <laughs> the nice pecs. He's got yeah, like yeah. the villainous mustache, uh, like goatee, kind of the, right. the the devil's goatee a little bit, slick black hair. He's, he's got like the lion, like in the weird thing is like the eyes are on the the vest, and I, I think at one point they had yeah. something really stupid, like lasers or something that came out of them or something. It was really, oh, really? It, was, it was yeah, it was back when obviously. Well, I mean, it's it's comics, so I mean it's right do crazy stuff. Like I mean, that, I would love but, to see Craven too because um, like he was one of my favorite. Like, did you watch the Spider Man TV show? That's um, the night the nineteen ninety the nineties. I know yeah. I haven't watched. Yeah, the nineties cartoon. I watched a With lot Brady of that. I, I haven't watched it since. So Spider Man has it had a pretty sweet theme song. That was like a modernized yeah. version of the original. Right. But I remember that one. I know uh, Craven was in that. He had all the good villains in that show. Oh yeah, it, that was one of my favorite. Yeah, he like, even cartoons. fought. Um, yeah, he even fought Wolverine. I think at one point in that. Did um, he? I don't remember I that think one. So. I want to say you're right though. They had so. some crossovers. Yeah. Yeah, because it because it it overlapped for a period of time with the '94. Uh, yeah, th- that's X-Men probably one of my series, favorite so. cartoons of all time, the X Men. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. I love the X Men. I was an X Men kid growing up. X Men and Spider Man yep. were my jams uh, growing up. The cartoons. Uh, I love. Oh, I yeah. mean, that Wolverine was my favorite Wolverine that they've shown. He is Wolverine. Mm-hmm. Whoever that guy was, either Bub, 
and then he didn't get to do the yeah. cool stuff like Logan in the well, movie. That, and with the cool thing about that guy was, I know we're getting a little off subject with the X Men, but that was the first guy to like voice Wolverine. Yeah. There was he didn't nobody knows what he sounded like, so then that is why Hugh Jackman was able to base yeah. his performance slightly. Not even. I know he he no. did his own thing. Yeah. No, he did his own thing. But, I prefer the X Men cartoon Wolverine. You know he had to. Yeah, I mean you're you're always and the rogue. The rogue was to... like that. She had that nice southern accent. Anna Paquin oh, yeah. did not have that southern accent. Like no, that was the rogue. I like yeah, that's my rogue. I, I think yeah. all the characters in that and that show were like on point. Like the casting for a cartoon for kids was on point. Like, I even like I mean Halle Berry sucked. Whoever was yeah. Aurora Monroe, I think that's her name in uh, Storm. Uh, mm. was awesome like when she summoned yeah. the clouds her eyes turned white it was ba man yeah. cyclops was perfect i can't like gambit it had gambit my boy yeah. like they actually had right, the right. the guy from uh louisiana louisiana i can't do their accent really well yeah just the gumbo i can't do it louisiana <laughs> accent they had um New they had morph somewhere. who was um he was killed off kind of early morph on, was though, barely in that morph? show i, yeah. I kind of liked morph i mean i i had a morph uh action figure and you you popped off like his head and you could put the different characters oh, really? him. i did yeah. prefer um, um i think i like patrick stewart's x better though professor x i'll give him that yeah. one. Oh yeah yeah, his is better. But other than that, like, I don't know why. Yeah. And the Juggernaut was better in the show, too. <laughs> I, oh, like yeah, the, I like the show's definitely. Juggernaut. I remember like watching like the whole like Dark Phoenix saga. Like, it had episode, 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 like three or four episode mm-hmm. arcs. They had the um, one that go to like, Dinosaur Land. Was it Sauron? Was that the pterodactyl thing? Mm-hmm. Was that his name? Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. that, I had like the X-Men cards. Like, dude, I was like all about the X-Men. I, had, I still have my X-Men cards. I had baseball cards. I had X-Men cards. Oh, yeah. One trip to Florida one year or somewhere, Hilton Head, I left my baseball cards in the room with my uncle and his and my uh, cousins, like halfway driving home, like, oh, shit. I didn't say shit. I was like eight. I was like, I forgot my cards. And he's like, well, we're not going back to get them. I'm like, can you, at least, can you call? <laughs> can you call them? Yeah. To ask if they have them. So supposedly he called and they didn't have them. So I lost, lost all oh, my no. uh, good baseball cards, but I still have all my X-Men cards. Like they're still in my binder. Like that's one of my. Yeah. I, I look at those with nostalgia, like all the time. Like, oh man, these are so awesome. I had a bunch in a binder as well, but I don't. I lost the binder, and for some reason, all I have now are, and I don't even know why these are loose, but I have. It's probably like one tenth of what I had, but I've got, maybe maybe a few dozen or so of these oh, little no. like I loose got cards that are in a box. Either but, one binder or two binder full. Yeah. And as a kid, like I'd always like rearrange them. I had, I had a like, weird mm. obsession with organization oh, yeah. of my cards, yeah. and I don't know why. Like I get new ones and I reorganize them into teams alphabetically. I don't know what that was yeah. about. Like I did that with movies too. With my movies, I don't know what the hell that means about me that I had to keep doing that over and over. Um, but yeah, so. I don't know why I had some Spider-Man cards, but the X-Men, the art, I used to draw off the cards. That's why I bought the cards for the most yeah. part. Just I love the art of them. That was my yep. X-Men story. Um, yeah. So I, I think Craven's coming. I don't think Shriek will ever come because this is an obtuse character that obscure, yeah. whatever you want to, whatever word you want to use. Craven, I've never even heard of like her. Craven's it perfect. Oh yeah. Especially now that like, perfect. Especially now world. that like Black Panther's in the picture and they could, they could have him be like ex-military special forces or something where he's, he, you know, he knows about it or he, he's got the skills necessary to to get in, especially without T'Challa. You know, he's dead. He's been dusted. He's 
you know, no, Wakanda's get this, probably, get this. No, get this, but, get this, get this. Here's your cold open for your movie. So you have Craven like in the in the jungle. Like where are we? In a jungle in Spider Man movie? And he's like killing some kind of like big game. Like he's hunting yeah. something. And then he comes back and he's like ripping it apart. He's uh, you know, taking the skin off or something like that. Kinda of reminds me of uh Game of Thrones when Tywin's skinning the deer and like that'd be at like, the scene and like there's a TV on and it's like shows Spider Man and he gets like the sparkle in his eye. Like, That's what I'm going after next. That'd be a sweet cold open. Yeah, you picture him like in a big house and he's just got like wall to wall, you know, heads of animals like everywhere, like thousands of dead, like big game animals. Yes. That too. <laughs> it's just a, yeah. a giant warehouse full of big <laughs> game animals. Anyways, that's what we think. I think I think we're both on point. Those would be cool oh, villains. Yeah. Um, so now to our movie goat. Roll that clip, son. Movie goat! Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. We are tonight's entertainment. Damn the man! Save the empire! Before we get started, does anyone want to get out? Dopest dope I've ever smoked. I am taking them to imprison them in prison. He is taking us to the fire. We have our first official biatch of the day. I'm thinking I'm back. So you can either hand over your yeah. son or you can die screaming alongside him. You don't be what they made you. I found the ass in. I don't remember asking you a goddamn thing. Hi, I'm Chucky. Wanna play? <laughs> All right, and we're back. And because I suck at doing podcasting, I forgot to mention our social media once again. Uh, check us out on Twitter at movie underscore goat. Damn it, Chase! You know what I forgot to do? I forgot to put a poll up for Twitter. Oh, oh shoot! Oh well, I'll do that today. For which one? For for ET and Goonies? Yeah, I totally forgot. <laughs> totally forgot about ET and Goonies. I will oh, do that. We'll have two polls up then. We're, we're going to yeah. have two polls. I'll Anybody do that. that's listening. Yeah, I'll do that right now maybe and uh, maybe edit this tomorrow and I'll have the poll up today and I'll intercut who won right here. So yeah. congratulations to whoever won. Um, yeah, E.T. versus Goonies. The poll's going up today, a week late. <laughs> um, yeah, so this week we're doing something simple. We're just doing what is the greatest of all time, Spider-Man movie. Thus far, I mean, Chase could have chosen Far From Home, but he did not. He did not choose that one, so that is not his greatest no, of all time. I, I chose, but I chose before I saw the movie, and um, right, you did. Yeah, it just I I wanted to. Yeah, I didn't I didn't feel right about choosing the most recent. You know, then I don't know. I wanted to choose from what's already what people are already familiar with, and I'm sure the majority of who wants to see the new movies probably already seen it by now, but. Um, yeah, I just didn't want to mix, throw that into the yes, mix. Yes, so. and it would be difficult for me to argue against a movie yeah, I haven't seen. True. But I would have done it. Right. I would have done it. I would have gone off trailers and what I've read. Yep. Anyways, uh, so Chase, and, uh, what and did interviews? you choose? <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> um, yeah, so I chose uh, Homecoming. Homecoming. Um, okay. Spider-Man Homecoming. All right, I chose Into the Spider-Verse. So the most two recent besides, obviously... Far From Home, Spider-Man Endeavors. Recent, yeah. yeah. So I went first last week. We established that because I can't remember things. So Chase, you've got three minutes. How this works, um, we say this every time, we each have three minutes to do our opening arguments on why our movie is the greatest of all time of whatever theme. 
Then we'll have two minutes to tear down the opponent's arguments and their movie. And then we'll have one minute, we call it the clapback closing, or we have a closing argument mixed whatever feelings we want to throw in, extra arguments against the other, whatever happens, happens. And that's it. Then we put our poll up on Twitter, and you vote for which one belongs in our movie goat list. We've got 11 movies now, something like that. So this will be number 12. I think that's right. Um, so yeah, Chase, whenever you're ready, you got three minutes. Opening statement. All right, let's start those three minutes. Man, my voice just cracked. That's great. <laughs> um, <clears throat> all right, so this, yeah, I mean, Homecoming, uh, saw it with my daughter, and uh, we loved it. And I think um, just to start, I mean, it's clever, it's funny. Um, it's ultimately pretty true to the, the Spider-Man spirit. Um, I know it kind of deviates slightly. Um, you know, we don't get the origin story, which is fine because we've gotten that plenty of times. Um, but it's like part teen drama, part teen comedy with some well-timed and well-executed action thrown in. I mean, it's, you know, the stakes aren't real high, but then again, he's just up and coming as Spider-Man. He's not, he hasn't figured everything out. So it's, it's like perfect for, you know, sort of laying the foundation. Um, but it's about Peter Parker becoming worthy enough to be Spider-Man. Um, plus, he's played by an actual teenager. Thank God. Like, for, for the love of God, why did it take five movies to cast a teenager? And I think equally as important, why did it take five movies to introduce a Spider-Man that actually has a New York accent? So finally, here it is. Homecoming in all its glory. Spider-Man we've all been waiting for. Tom Holland finally gave us fans, you know, the, the proper accent, his spirited eagerness, along with the, I don't know, like, I guess you call it like a nervously awkward geekiness um, that is vital to the character's personality. And then, oh my God, then you get the gritty winged villain, the vulture, played by Michael Keaton. He's superb. In the twist, in which vulture was revealed to be uh, Peter's girlfriend's dad, it wasn't some like grandiose or overly ambitious, uh, like unexpected development in the story. However, it was like the perfect twist for creating the necessary tension between the opposing characters. And not only that, but it flawlessly uh, captures the mixed emotions one might expect from the awkward teen boy in love with the ultimate cool girl, you know, to, to be dealing with. And while simultaneously, uh, integrating the antagonist into our hero's personal life in sort of a disturbing, emotional, meet the parents um, kind of fashion. So I, I loved it. I mean, all that like combination of everything was very on point uh, for me. So um, yeah, that's that's what I've got. How am I doing on time? <laughs> You only have 25 seconds left. 25 seconds. So, and then, oh man, to get into it, like when the, there, there's just a couple of like really awesome visuals in there when, you know, like uh, uh, Adrian's talking to Peter and he's in the backseat of the car and the, like it's the red light. And then of course he like, the the, the traffic light turns green and, and you see green across the vulture's face. And of course that's his, you know, that's his color. Uh, green, like it's just, uh, there's awesome, man. Just awesome visuals. Opening statement. Awesome visuals, yeah. I like my awesome visuals because I have Into the Spider-Verse, an Oscar-winning animated movie, took down Pixar, thank you very much, and it, it strayed away from your usual, like everyone else copied Pixar, period. 
they came out mm-hmm. with their own version of what an animated film can be, and it looks like it is a comic book brought to life. Reminds me of kind of the Walking Dead uh, video game a little bit, but better. Uh, their, their color palette's popping. The, they mix in the comic book flair with actual like word boxes when he's thinking. Um, when punching happens, it, it's so beautiful. And apparently it took like a month to do four seconds. When it usually takes a week to do four seconds or f- some days, it took him a month to do four seconds of film, which is ridiculous to think about how much, I mean, hours goes in to doing four seconds of film. So actually might have been four months to one for four seconds. I can't remember the, the ratio, but one month sounds more feasible than four months for four seconds. That seems like a 30 year project. Anyways, uh, yeah, Miles Morales, you get introduced to Miles Morales who is an offshoot in the comics. He's the first you know, non-white Superman, so you have to go with that. His relationship with his father is basically the new Uncle Ben versus uh, Peter Parker. So you have that like relationship built right there. Then you have um, the whole multiverse coming in, and you have multiple Spider-Mans. And this one actually had stakes. Dude, I watched this with my kids in the theater. I didn't know Spider-Man was gonna effing die. Like, are you kidding me right now? My kids are watching this. How dare you kill one of their heroes on screen, which has never happened. They took out Peter Parker right in front of our eyes, and it actually was sad. Like, you felt horrible after he's going through this giant battle with Green Goblin, and then Kingpin just straight up kills him. Like, beats the hell out of him. And I'm like, my kids are like, oh my god, what's going on, daddy? I'm like, uh, he'll be okay, he's Spider-Man. Like, how do you, I didn't expect to see that. So, yeah, he has to overcome all these things. Then you meet all the other Peter Parkers, the clever openings of, hey, I'm Peter Parker, here's my story. Kind of harkening back to Spider-Man 1. I'm glad they didn't center on a girl in relationships. That was kind of a nice twist. Every Spider-Man movie is like, the freaking first one. Oh, this, every good story starts with a girl. Like, no, it doesn't. It starts with you. You live your life. You don't live someone else's life because of someone, a, a relationship. You, you do your best. And that's kind of what this movie's about, finding yourself um, overcoming your own inefficiencies or inadequacies um, of kind of living up to the title. I mean, he didn't want to be Spider-Man. He just happens to get electrical spider powers, which is pretty awesome. A new uh, ability. And how he relationship builds with his father at the end, how he loves his uncle, and then he finds out he's a criminal. And then, you know, the whole thing with um, Gwen Stacy having gone into becoming the Spider-Girl, I'm done. It's a lot to talk about. <laughs> Mm. All right. It's a lot to talk about. You got so two minutes to about, tear mine yeah. down. An Oscar winning awesome. movie. Go for it. Tear them down. Um, I like the word you used, inadequacies. It's, I think I can apply that somehow here to the story itself. Um, there, Yeah, it's it's very stylish. I'll give you that. Love it. Obviously, award winning art. Artists are fantastic. I love them. But, you know, it's, when it comes to the story, Let's talk about the continuity errors like older Peter's gut. It's there when it needs to be. Then it's not when it's not. It's just why does he with the beer belly just seems to pop up out of nowhere just when it's time to make jokes. The glitching when it's inconvenient like Vanellope Von Schweetz from Wreck-It Ralph like oh he only you know glitches when it's inconvenient for him. Um, you've got Gwen saying her spider sense brought her to the school before Miles was bitten by the spider, which if you think about it, so that makes Gwen the most advanced, you know, have the most advanced spider sense. Uh, you know, it's basically turning your spider sense into some super master of the mystic arts sense, 
you know, like it's some Doctor Strange thing going on. Um, when the hell did Gwen get a hold of the Time Stone? Because if not, I mean, she's wield- she's got to be wielding a Time Stone because there's no other way to explain that massively glaring error in the story how she just somehow knows like a whole day ahead of time that's not how the spider sense works i don't know that's just me but then you also have the issue of his uncle i mean how here's this uncle that's he's a criminal his dad's been like purposely sort of trying to distance his son from from the uncle he's a bad guy it just doesn't carry the same significance as when peter loses ben you know, when losing that uncle, because I mean, that's like a genuinely a good guy. Like, hey, you, you know, you have this moral obligation. You know, here's this guy that's kind of a dirtbag and he's like, and he dies as a result of it. You know, I mean, it's kind of like, eh, yeah, yeah, I get what you're saying. The stakes are higher because there's there's still a death, but. Tear him down. Or just on the uncle real quick. That's who he admired. That's who he thought was cool. So it was a child looking up to his uncle because he lives his own life the way he lives it. His dad has rules. His dad sets boundaries. So he sees his uncle as his role model. And when his uncle turns out to be, like you said, a shitbag, that's even worse maybe because this is your idol. It's like never meet your heroes because they're gonna turn, you're gonna, they're gonna throw you off. That's exactly what happened. So he had to overcome his hero dying like right there he was the cause of his own uncle's death which is pretty messed up kind of just like how peter parker was basically the cause of uncle ben's death letting the the guy go in the first one i'm going off movies here i forgot how it happens in the comics probably the same thing or something similar but yeah uh spider-man homecoming dude i movie's great i'm not gonna give it like shit on it too bad but the vulture villain and how like spider-man just like oh well not spider-man iron man's like oh well I don't care about anything. You need to have proof. Like, you have to tell me this. If Iron Man just believed, believed uh, Peter right off the bat, there wouldn't have been a movie. Like, why was he so unbelieving? Why didn't he trust Peter? Peter's dealt with things a lot larger than the Vulture and came away unscathed. And now Iron Man's like, oh, you're just being a little brat. I'm like, I don't want to deal with you. So I'm going to turn you over to Happy Hogan, my driver, who has nothing to do with anything superhuman whatsoever besides driving and helping Tony with his freaking uh, deliveries and whatnot. That just made no logical sense. That I mean, and then like the boat rips in half and Iron Man's still not there to help Peter. Like, something's going down. This is real. Why don't you help this kid out and like have some kind of at least surveillance on it and like look into his problems. That's a pretty big glaring hole of the, the whole story because they want Spider-Man to become who he needs to be. The kid could have died during all this. He gets thrown into the, the stratosphere and went for that parachute going off, which actually almost killed him. And then Iron Man sending his robot to get him while he's like out partying in India. I don't know. That's all I got. Clap back closing. Awesome, man. Um, so here, all right, man. Hear me out on Homecoming. It's uh, just as a whole. I mean, it's got laughs, heartbreak. Uh, it's the type of drama you expect from a story about a teenager. This is an excellent. I might even say the most excellent entry in examining sort of like the daily struggles of Spider-Man as he attempts to balance his life as a high school student in Queens with his superhero alter ego getting in the way, of course, um, as usual, with his responsibility. And, and um, I mean, it is his responsibility and moral obligation to do what's right because of his ability so that those things clash, of course. I mean, this almost perfectly recreates that sort of John Hughes sort of vibe that defined the teen movie genre. Um, Homecoming gives fans more hope and optimism about the character, I think, than, maybe it's just my opinion here, but I think than any previous live action version 
of the character. Um, uh, that's that's what I got. Um, how am I doing on time? You're done. Right there. I'm done. Okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. Last All minute right. for me. Clap back closing. Yeah. I mean, my movie, I haven't got to like the Spider-Ham really or Noir of Spider-Man, which is Nicolas Cage, which is my probably my favorite part of the whole movie. He's pick, uh, pitch perfect on that scene. And you're talking about hope. This movie gives you hope for anywhere, any direction they want to go. They can literally do whatever they want. It's not shoehorned in. The Spider-Man you're talking about, Homecoming, has to fit into the universe whole. It cannot just be its own thing. It's in the MCU forever. Everything it does has uh, ramifications later on. Everything that came before it had to fit into this one. And if you do all the math, none of it makes sense. Nothing really lines up properly in the whole MCU. But that's okay. The multiverse, you can I can go anyway, you can go to Gwen's story. You can have Spider-Ham, who I don't even talk about really at all, is awesome. You can go to freaking Japan and see that Spider-Man girl. You can jump around through timelines and see different kinds of villains. So this opens up the doors. There's gonna be more sequels for both of us. We both love these movies. That's all I have to say. No, no, they're both good in their own right. I mean, they're oh, they're great. I, how, yeah, you're right. How, yeah, how can I almost I mean, picked Spider-Man I mean, Two? I say, these are I almost these did. are two of but, two of the best. I mean, these Sp- Spider-Man Two is really good. That's my uh, oh, that's that. It was my second or third because like it's just kind of corny when you third, rewatch yeah, it though. It's kind of got some really yeah. bad writing and like really cheesy moments. <laughs> but Doc Ock's one of my favorite villains. It didn't seem that like that bad watching yeah, it when it first came it out, was, but comparing it to yeah, back then the it sort was of more branding like of superheroes we have now. And now you have it as yeah. this is real life kind of, and people don't talk yeah. like that. Oh, here's your change, and it throws a bag of change at him. Like oh, this is, that's just bad, <laughs> yeah. and it just had some poor writing. But overall, that movie, the end is great when Doc Ock sacrifices himself and you know turns yeah. down being the ultimate villain. Yeah. Uh, that's our Spider-Man thing. My kids won't stop screaming, so I need to go check in on them. So <laughs> anything else you want to say, Chase, before yeah. we go? No, man. I think um, that's that's great. That was a, that was a good uh, little battle of the, the Spider-Man. I mean, it's like there. almost impossible. They're both they're both great movies. They're yeah. totally different, too. Yeah, they are. Totally different they movies. Are. I mean, mine's visually crazy yeah. aesthetically pleasing like it's so much going on it is and it, it was very original uh, um i think i read that 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 animation it what's well, never been i and i've never seen anything like it before so no they did like, lots of lots know, of layering lots of uh they actually went in after they did the render for the original render they go on the actual hand hand artist and add flares add different pieces mm-hmm. to make it look like it was That's drawn awesome, um by hand so that's some some tidbits on the Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse uh, effects, I guess. But anyways, uh, yeah, until next week. Uh, I, I'll put the poll up on time, I hope, this time for next week. And uh, yeah. that's all I got. I'm Justin. I'm Chase. Peace. Later.
totally confused, misunderstood, but he's strong. I can relate to that. so hot, it's a guy in tights spraying sticky stuff everywhere. Out of all the superheroes, he is the hottest. Let's go! You find the spider